Hi guys, we're back with Facts Not Fiction podcast, aka Closet Chronicle. I'm doing another Closet Chronicle today. I wanted to do one with my best friend, Alea. Hello, how are you? <laughs> um, We've had a really weird, I don't know, what would you say, weird relationship? Uh, weird is a, a weird way to put it. I'd say we've just had... I honestly see it as a sister relationship where you fight, you get upset with each other, you may talk, you may not talk. You know, it's one of those relationships that really you come together after long periods of time and realize, you know, maybe that fight that we had was stupid, you know. And then there's been some situations, you know, where... Maybe trust has been an issue. Uh, maybe um, just being honest with each other about each other's feelings have been an issue. But again, like I said, that's things that people go through in all families. So I see it as a sister relationship, honestly. Thank you for that, Nashley. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I wanted to hash it out in the closet and just figure out like where we are now, like the growth that we've had, which we've, we've done a lot of growing. Um, and just talk about all things life now where parents... You know, in our jobs, some of us, um, <laughs> um, it's a lot that has gone on in, in between our lives. So maybe we can have some things out and learn some new things about each other. And maybe you guys can learn something from learn something from us. So anyways, don't forget to follow um, our podcast on Facts Not Fiction underscore podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Don't forget to turn on that little notification bell on any major platform that you listen to, Spotify, Apple, Google Cast, etc. The list goes on. Don't forget to turn those on so that you can get the latest and greatest from Facts Not Fiction. So without further ado, let's get into it. So how are you this week? Good, good. It has been a busy week, um, but no issues, no complaints. You know, I'm here. Biggest thing is can't complain if you're alive. Really? You can, but I mean, <laughs> you shouldn't. You shouldn't. You're alive. There's some people who did not wake up today. Yeah, I saw something. One of my um, one of my um, friends, a friend of the show, um, single black female podcast. They put something out, um, just gauging like where everybody was on. It was like great. I'm here. Um, I'm good or just basically like just trying to gauge where people were mentally just doing like a mental check-in with people and I think that's like so important because so often I feel like in the black community we don't necessarily check on like mental status of people like it's not something that's definitely talked about so it was cool to to see that but on that category I was I was like just getting by Mm -hmm. like I feel like I'm just like at a place in my life where I'm just trying to figure out what my next move is and like something that I can be happy in. And I was telling you and I was telling um, my other friend um, at brunch the other day, I was telling her, like, I just feel lost. Like, I just feel like I don't have something concrete. And I know it's just a, it's a, it's a moment in my life right now that gets just, I'm just going through like this transition period, but it's a very lost feeling. It's a feeling of like, okay, I don't know what I'm going to do. And as I told you the story earlier, <laughs> I feel crazy because I'm like making all these different changes in my life and nothing is constant right now. Except for like, of course, my marriage. 
and my faith in God and, you know, friends, but everything else in my life is constantly changing. And it's just a very weird feeling for me right now. Yeah. I think, honestly, a lot of people go through some variation of a period of this in their life where they feel changes have to be made for their success, changes have to be made for their happiness. And to me, it's always a scary period in life. I think it's some people are too scared to take the leap. Some people are too scared of failure. Some people are too scared of not having what they need to survive or to keep moving forward. Um, But one thing that I think you have that's awesome is your marriage. Keith is very supportive. I think that you also have your faith in God, which a lot of people struggle with that during periods of time where they're not sure where they want to go. Um, but I think that's everybody. Everybody is going to probably go into some period in their life where they're not sure what they want to do. They're not sure if this is the right decision. But I, I honestly think it's not as bad as you, as, as you want it to seem. I think it's just go forward with how you're feeling, how you are basically going with your decisions and making the choice to move forward with something that you're not sure if you want to do that (laughs) but you're gonna go ahead and do it I think you should keep going like it's it's definitely gonna be some days where you're scared where you're nervous where you're just thinking like damn why did I make this decision or gosh, I feel stupid for making this decision or gosh, I feel crazy for making this decision. But if you have that faith behind you, God won't let you go. I feel that too. And I feel like, I feel like, well, you you can attest to this, like being 30, like sometimes, even though like I was, I'm blessed to, you know, be in my thirties and like you said, to be here, it's this like constant, like struggle within to have it together. Mm-hmm. like to just like have it together so to me to make the decisions that I've been making it's like to me it's like a step backwards like and I I feel like I should I should be I should be at a different place but then again I think about like um that being I'm comparing myself to other people and again this is my journey in my life and things like that and I should be comparing only competing and comparing with myself like you know what's am I better than I was before am I different than I was before am I making the same mistakes like what am I doing for myself that's better because somebody else's journey you don't know what the hell they had to go through to get to where they are right now and do you want to go through it right um so like I I think that's something I, I struggle with even though like I'm saying I'm saying it like okay I can't compare myself to other people it's just it's hard not to when you see people out here with like these big businesses and real estate and they got houses already and they got their kids and all this stuff but I was like but you might have been 18 with that job you know what I'm saying I won't I mean I don't know everybody's story is so it's so different and vast and it's like so many different struggles but I definitely struggle with like Wanting to make sure that I look successful, but like to whom? Exactly. Right. I think that's the biggest thing that I, I don't want to say pride myself in having, but optimism on situations and understanding that the grass may not always be greener or, Mm -hmm. you know, when you're looking at a scale, you have some people who can't even afford living right now. Thank God we're not there. Right. And you have some people who are living with all this money and don't even know what to do with it. And of course we're not there, but 
there's so many different situations that people can be in or can be given. And I always try to look at my life as it could have been worse. I'm thankful that it wasn't. You know, there was a point in time where I wasn't even sure if I was going to be here. You know, well, I won't say I was because I was, of course, in a coma. But there were situations where I could have definitely been in a worse predicament than where I am now. Mm. And I always think of my life as, granted, I may not be happy completely with where I am in my life right now. But I could have definitely been worse off, like a lot of people. You know, COVID has caused some people to lose jobs in a way where they can't even get back on their feet, lose houses, lose almost everything they have, savings, because the world just halt, just was put to a halt. And to think about the fact that we were still blessed enough to get jobs or, you know, to go back to work. I always think of myself as a successful person, regardless of what situation I'm in. Mm, I like that. Yeah. So it's, it's definitely one of those things you always have to turn around and look and say, you know what? Don't keep thinking about what the next person has. Don't keep thinking about what, you know, maybe somebody who graduated the same year. That's one thing I would definitely do. I may look at a post or something. I'm like, dang, graduated the same year? How'd she get that money like that? <laughs> you know, things like that. But you always have to think about success can come for people at different times. Right. And success is not measured in any way, shape, or form. Somebody could feel like they're successful just because they were able to have a family. And that's all they wanted. They didn't need a big job. They didn't need all this money. They just have loving kids and a loving husband or wife to go home to. That's success for some people. You know, finances, of course, help in an equation to be successful. But some people don't see it that way. And that's that's one thing I will say is your success should never be measured by other people because other people's success may not be what's meant for you. Do you find it hard to, like, and even though you're, like, saying it, like, do you find it hard to believe that? I will definitely say I struggle. I have days where I will look at someone just like, dang, you know, I really, really wish I would have done things differently in my life. I really wish that, you know, I could have maybe made some different decisions to where I could be a step ahead or a step further in my life. But I am very, very big on thanking God and thanking, um, I, I would just say the people in my life around me for where I am. I try not to stick into that like, or stay in that, I don't want to say depression state, but just kind of that negativity about where I am in my life. I really, really do try it. And it gets hard. Some days you just like, you just, you're upset because you see so many successful people around you or um, maybe on Facebook or Instagram. But I always will sit there and also tell myself that this is a social media post. Most of the time. This is one expert from their life. Like you don't know the mess exactly. they really deal you with. You don't know what they're going through. You don't know what they did to get there. You don't know what they've been through to get there. And it may be where success, even if it is real success, it may be a facade. It may be where, you know, this is what it looks like on social media, but you have no clue what's going but on But she really background. gets slapped behind doors. Exactly. You, know, you know. never know. You never know. So... I try not to think so much of 
you know, what's going on in other people's lives and just focus on this is where I am. This is what my success, what I want it to look like at least and what I hope will happen in the future with me and my success, not measuring anybody else's. Yeah, I will say it's very difficult not to try to compare because I feel like we've been, like you said, flooded with like our life revolves around like social media. Mm-hmm. Well, you're a zone. You don't really have social media, which no. is good. <laughs> um, but like my life to me, I see social media all the time. Like it's in pretty much everything that I do, especially with having the podcast. Like, you know, you got to post, you got to mm-hmm. make yourself relevant and things of that nature. Even with like the podcast, like, you know, wanting it to be the absolute best. And stuff like that. But one thing that I will say is, like, what I found to be true lately is, like, did you just speak those negative things into existence? Yeah. And I have to remind myself of that because it's so easy. I'm like, why is it so easy to tell yourself that you can't? Or to tell yourself that you're not going to have or you're never going to be able to do or whatever. Why is it so easy to tell yourself those negative things and for you to believe them versus believing that you can be the president or you can be... I don't know, they're successful. You can run a Fortune 500 company or whatever. Like, why is it so easy? And I even find that out when I'm, like, applying for jobs. I'm looking at the qualification. Like, uh, I can't do that. Wow. Let me skip. Or whatever. But, like, why can't I? Why can't I run your company? Why can't I, you know, do do these things? Why can't I start my own business? Why, why am I afraid? Like, I always want to wonder to myself, like, when I think about it, like, why are you so afraid to see it? But I think it's failure. Scared to to fail or automatically thinking that you're going to fail or nobody's going to buy your products or things like that. And I was just like, you're saying those things though. Like Mm -hmm. you're speaking those things. You're not speaking like people are going to buy my products. I am going to be successful. Like, cause you don't believe it. Right. right. Like, why is that? It's to me always been easier to be negative on yourself. And it's, it's crazy to believe that, but it's, human nature to feel as if that possibility of failure is so big that you don't even want to take the leap it's easy a lot of people are more content with their life if they don't take those chances because you also will think about how much money you'll lose just starting that business or how much time you've wasted because you didn't get where you wanted to be Mm -hmm. but I feel like a lot of people don't realize the power of the tongue and Mm -hmm. realize the power of the mind and how that negativity in your head is that person speaking that positivity. And this is something my boyfriend always tell me that positive person needs to speak louder than that negative person. Mm. Like that positive person should be that one motivating you, telling you, at the end of the day, you're going to get this done. Don't even don't even listen to that person telling you you're not going to make it. Don't even listen to that person telling you you're not going to do it. You need to have that goal in your mind. Perfect example, like working out, um, you know, just getting a little more fit with yourself. I, I have that person, and they speak loud, that basically says, uh, you don't feel like doing that. Girl, go ahead, lay back down. You, you, what are you talking about? You, you know you're too tired to get up and work out right now. But that positive person needs to say, no, you, you need to do this for a healthier lifestyle. You need to do this. You want to fit in that bikini, right? You want to look good? You want to do that, right? Look at that picture right there. You want that. You want that. You need to get up and do what you need to do for this. So it's 
one of those situations where I feel like we really have to train our minds to speak more positivity in our lives. And it's hard because it's one of those situations where when you've been so negative on yourself, you just, you don't know how to change your mind into thinking positive. But what I've learned helps me is to put little sticky notes around the house or like I have so many things on my phone. You do words of affirmation? Yep, I do words of affirmation. But putting little sticky notes around my house, I have so many different things on my phone that talk about motivation and like kind of putting my schedule in front of me. Like I'm going to wake up and work out for 10 minutes and then I'll put a little note under that note that says, don't, don't forget to work out. Don't think that you shouldn't work out today. You have to do it. And it's a way of training your mind to basically be more positive and be more consistent in what you want and basically manifesting what you want in life. I think that's um, amazing. Like I said, anything to me is like easier said than done. I was like, you have to like literally make yourself do it and then let it become a part of your life and become a part of who you are. Because I don't want to keep like speaking the negative things into my life and then that's all I have. Right. I want to have the the good things and I feel like I deserve the good things so why not bring those into my life if I have power of the tongue why not bring those good things into my life like I that's what I feel like I need right now right. like I need that positive that positive energy that positive vibes to get me through like this hump that I'm going through right. because you know of course trials and tribulations are going to come in your life it's just how do you handle them right oh girl it's a lot and also I will say going back one thing that I think a lot of us do, you asked me how I was doing mm-hmm. and I said, I'm fine. I said, I'm good. I think a lot of people mask their true feelings mm. and it's not something to where you completely disregard how you're feeling, but sometimes you do need to be honest with yourself and just say, how you're actually feeling for the day. Sometimes just starting that conversation will actually let other people know that, you know, your mental state is not in jeopardy or anything, but just letting people know that, you know, you may have a little bit of uh, some issues going on today, you know. Like, I would definitely say, I definitely said I'm fine, but like any other person, I have some stress factors going on in my life right now. You know, there's a lot of changes going on with my job changes going on with my family changes going on with just life in general finances everything and I feel like when you open the door to talk to them and sometimes you may not want to talk to them or talk to everyone about your issues but starting with saying what is bothering you is a big thing as well um even if it's just you know you saying my day could be getting better or my day could be better or anything like that. And just sometimes people will actually open the door with some encouraging words like, you know, well, if it's a bad day, you know, it can only get better from here. Anything like that. You know, sometimes just stating that it's not a great day is a start to actually starting a feeling better about the day. You know? Yeah, just being like I told you, I had to like I was carrying around some stuff. <laughs> And I just had to release it because I was like, I can't even sleep at night because I'm just like carrying around 
all of these things and these emotions about how I'm really feeling about something. Even though you knew kind of like how I was feeling, but you didn't know to the extent. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> that I was willing to go. Um <laughs> long story guys but um yeah that's definitely a thing like i i feel like that happens a lot like i try to be open and honest about how i'm feeling sometimes but sometimes it's kind of like it's either embarrassing or you just you know you just don't feel like talking about it or you don't feel like you know it, it may be like depressing to even like bring it outward right. and like tell somebody or even sometimes i get like scared like that people really won't understand now glad gladly i'm glad that you found humor and you you understood where i was coming from you didn't look at me like bitch you have lost it this time because honestly it took me a while to get up the nerves to say something to you about it because i felt like i was a little crazy um but i mean i feel like that's a big part of it too having someone around you that is like super understanding of what you're going through like even if they don't understand exactly like it to give you that that boost to be like okay like this is crazy but i understand where you're coming from right so i want to say i do appreciate you for that because i definitely feel like i was crazy (laughs) right (sighs) yeah support is a big part of just being able to talk about things too when you have people around you that can really open their mind to situations and let you talk about how you're feeling and not judge you about whatever decisions you've made in life. I think that's a big key. I've, I think a lot of the times people will hold things in because they don't want to be judged. Even if it's, you know, by their husband, or even if it's by, you know, somebody close to them, they don't really want to come forward and say some things just because that feeling of someone not understanding what you're going through can really make you feel like very down on yourself about situations. Yeah, yeah. So that's a big thing too, is just one thing I just recommend for anyone who is ever talking to people you know please go into conversations with an open mind and try and think about things from a different perspective and just try not to be judgmental I mean some things may be where you may be in the back of your head thinking this person is crazy this person were you thinking is... that about me today I wasn't I was <laughs> not thinking it but I've definitely heard some situations where, you know people just opening their mind or opening their hearts and having conversations with you and it's just it's where you may think that, but you also have to understand people and not understand so much of what you would think, but how everyone else's minds may think. Um, so open, having an open mind when having a conversation can really be a key to a great friendship Um, a great support system and being able to have a conversation about however people are feeling. Or if it's a day where someone's just feeling down, it may be something that may be minimal to you because they just, I don't know, they're not feeling good about themselves today, but maybe they've been struggling with some insecurities about their weight or about how they look or about um, their health or anything like that. But again, if you've never been through it, it's not, 
comfortable for that person to talk to you if you just, you know, come out the door with, that ain't nothing to be worried about. Girl, you got people dying over in other countries, right. you know, stuff like that. And that's when, I, that's when, again, I say, the, like, those mental check-ins mm-hmm. with people are, like, super important and I first I first came around my first one when um, my friend had a girl a woman's empowerment night at her house and I had never done a mental check in on my friends I had never experienced one but that was so one of the most freeing nights I've ever had where I could just literally at that time I was going me and Keith were going through a lot in our marriage and it was just freeing to be able to express amongst a supporting group of women that hey, I'm not doing the best right now or I haven't been going through the best and this is just my truth right now where I am. Like, I'm not at the best and I'm not at the worst, but it's a struggle for me right now. And I feel like we need to do more of those. So shout out to John A, owner of um, um, Aspire to be Great. Um, we need to do another one of those. <laughs> like, I'm due for, due, for, due for one. But I did want to get into... So like I said, I, we gave a little bit of it away earlier in the um at the beginning of the podcast where we were talking about like our friendship journey and things like that and like like we were like sisters. Now I do agree with that. Like we're definitely like like sisters. Sisters fight, squabble, get mad, want to punch each other, choke each other, slam <laughs> each other against the wall, <laughs> run each other over with our cars. <laughs> um, but we've definitely been through a lot. As friends, mm-hmm. you want to start? Yeah, I mean, there have been so many situations where we have stopped talking, started talking again, stopped talking again, started talking again. Um, I think it's always been one of those situations where we don't talk to each other about how we feel completely. Right. Um. One thing, and we've the last time that we stopped talking, and I hope that that is, of course, the last time where we do something like that. But I told you for my growth, I've always been a person where, well, shit, if 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 I don't feel like talking about, it, I just won't talk about it. Or a very not necessarily nonchalant, but if I feel like the conversation is gonna lead to where. It's too much emotion or too many emotions that I don't feel like going through right now. I'll just leave it at that. Never say anything about how I feel. Never really say anything about how it makes you feel. And I just kind of throw it off the shoulder and like, I will talk at some point. But that's not a healthy way to have a relationship. And I've realized that. And that's not what I want for a friendship. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, of course, with growth being able to be honest with yourself and being able to be honest with other people is a big thing that I struggled with. So I will say moving forward, that's what the plan is. And that has not been the case in the past. I feel like you're also a very strong minded woman. Just, girl, sometimes your opinions come hard. Your opinions come fast. Your opinions just... Just whatever you think to your head, you say it out your mouth. And it just can be, it can sometimes be a bit overbearing, which you already know. You know this about yourself and you've changed yourself a lot. I will say when we were younger and you even said, you know, when we were younger, you had to kind of look at yourself and figure out why you would get so upset about situations that you couldn't control and try and find a way to like 
really calm, not really calm yourself down, but kind of handle the situations in a better uh, way than you used to. So I will say I've definitely seen some changes to where, you know, when you have your opinions or your feelings about something, you kind of approach them in a better, like, I just truly care about you. You know, I truly care about what's going on with you, which is why I feel this way. Instead of like coming so hard sometimes. <laughs> I will say you used to do that a lot. Um, but with two people with two different personalities, you're always going to have those situations where you may bump heads. But just like a marriage, just like a relationship in general, growth and maturity comes from being able to say, I may not have agreed with the way you did it, but I love you enough to not just say, forget this friendship or to say, forget even being a close person to you in your life. Or, you know, I feel like there's a moment where if we do have issues, we need to talk about them instead of just ignoring them, which is what I I will definitely say I've done in the past. Um, Yeah, I definitely feel you on that speaking for myself like i know how i am like if i don't understand something if it don't make no sense to me i'm either gonna go for it nah girl mm -mm, this is what you're supposed to be doing and i was just like even though like in my brain i feel like i'm right and sometimes i feel like i'm definitely right um but i still have to learn how to approach people in a way that they can hear because like if i'm thinking about it if somebody came to me like that i'd probably be ready to fight (laughs) like Bitch this, bitch that. Like, who you talking to? Um, but so, yeah, I completely... Now that I'm on, I, I'm older enough to... Old enough to understand, like, some of that... Some of those ways weren't correct. Like, I'm, I'm open to, like, correcting those. But on the other end... Go ahead. Give it to me. I, I, when, I, when we were younger, I always felt like, you know, like, there would be problems. And, like, I feel like the way to fix a problem is to go through the problem. Talk about it. Dissect it. And so it won't happen again. But the thing I felt like that we would do, of course, as you stated earlier, we would skip around it. Because mm-hmm. when me and Alea are together, like, we can talk about anything. We Our brains sometimes think the same thing. Like, we see the same thing. Like It's been multiple times, all the time when we're together, we'll, we'll say the same thing at the same time. <laughs> oh, so And then we laugh about it. So we can always have, like, a good time. Like, it's never not a good time. When we're together. And so I feel like that sometimes will overshadow the issues that we have. Mm-hmm. And so then like we're like if you mask like like you said a mask like if you mask like the pain or the hurt that you felt from someone with laughing and joking and just like, you know, being yourself. Then it's like when a pro- another problem arises like, OK, well, OK, so right. you did this, you did this, you did this. <laughs> But that shit might have been six months ago. Right. So, like, we never, like, we would sweep things under the rug till it became a mountain. And then once the mountain came, nobody felt like going to the top of the mountain to meet up. We just felt like, all right, well, F you, F you. We just ain't going to talk for a while. And that turned in one time. It was a complete year. Right. Where we, we didn't speak to each other. And in that year, we both were in the hospital for a long time. We both could have passed away. Right. Don't cry. I'm not crying. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we both we both could have passed away. Like we were both very sick in that year that we didn't speak to each other. So it was like right. 
a lot of stuff that could have transpired and it would always it's always i don't know what it is me not lay a relationship is like a boomerang to me it's like you throw it out might not see it for a long time but we always come back like and one thing that i will say hurts me about that situation i don't think i've ever told this well i feel like i have told you but we have also missed milestones in each other's lives because of that yes i will say like i of course i have a son jameson um, during the period where I had a baby shower and I was, you know, actually in labor, me and Joy weren't speaking at that time. And, you know, that's a milestone that you want your best friend there for. And then again, another situation, we came back in between there, but again, you know, had our issues again. And during that time she got married and I was nowhere around. Um, even during that, we, I think we and mind came you, back we again. Live five minutes apart. Live five minutes apart. That's, and that's the bad thing about it too. And then I think we came back again after the marriage. And then another time, um, it was the last, the hospital situation. We were both in the hospital. Um, I don't know if it was around the same time specifically, but even at that time, both of us were not around for each other's hospitalizations. So when, we've had these situations where we don't talk to each other. It's been so many things that we've missed in each other's lives where sometimes I've looked at it like, how can you actually say this person is your best friend if you've missed so much of their life? But that's why, you know, I've made a pact to continue my life being honest and not like perfect example you know we got into something today not even really something super serious it's just you know i i have some issues with planning i will definitely say that and if I, anybody knows me <laughs> i am a stickler for planning and you gotta be on time it, it's crazy how we can I even think, be friends because i am the exact opposite I mean, didn't you call me a time nazi or something like that <laughs> right right, right. <laughs> So with us, you know, being on completely different opposite sides of time and planning, you know, we will have these issues where I may say that I'm going to do something and if something doesn't work out where I think, you know, like it should be easy to just, okay, let's do this with Joy and her plan is like, no, it's not easy to do that. You just, you ruined everything. (laughs) So, you know, today, like I thought it was going to be one of those situations where girl, we we ain't going to talk for a minute, but I knew that that's not what I want for us. So, you know, I really did appreciate us. We literally had like a sit down conversation like, look, let's put it out all on the table. You mad? All right. I'm not mad anymore. All right. Good. We cool. So I really think, you know, moving forward, this is going to help to make our relationship stronger. So we will never miss any of these large milestones and we can always be on the same page as far as how we feel about each other and how we feel about how each other made uh, or how we made each other feel during certain situations in our lives. Yeah, I definitely definitely see the growth. Like, you know, both of us have changed and grown for the better. And like, just as an example, like she said today, like just the conversation that was had as two adult grown women, and it might seem small to other people, but for us, that's a huge milestone to be able to sit down with each other and be like, okay. Like, and I even had to say like, okay, maybe I was projecting, Something that I felt from you from the past because maybe it's not all cleared up. And maybe that's something that I need to work on, you know, going forward. And, like, she was like, okay, whoo. Because I, I was like, girl, what's going on? <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, you have to be, like, honest and truthful about it and own up to your mistakes. Like, if you make a mistake, you need to apologize 
for whatever it whatever it is. And I know that's a big thing like between us where we'll just be like deuces like I right. I ain't dealing with it. You getting on my nerves. You been getting on my nerves since <laughs> we was in the seventh grade and I'm just <laughs> done with it. Like so it would always be on some like childish. So I was like, we have to grow up a little bit. And like right. I just no matter how other people feel or, you know, anything like that, I always knew, like, I wanted you to be a part of my life because I enjoy my time when I'm with you. Like, right. we have such a good time together. And it's even more than that. You know, it's just, like, you know, personal stuff, life. Like, you know, we've been through so many ups and downs. Like, I've seen her through some bad relationships. <laughs> we won't go there. <laughs> um, We have done some things in the name of bad relationships. Mm. Um, and she has seen me through like some really, you know, rough things and bad things and hospital stays and all that stuff, or whatever. Like, you just can't just throw that stuff away all the time. Like, sometimes it's worth a fight. Right. Right. And I just feel like, you know, where we are now is like, I'm just, I'm proud of us. Like, yeah, we, we've come a long way with this, uh, this friendship journey and, it's only up for here. We're not going to miss no more milestones. No more milestones. Even if I'm mad, I'm coming. I'm sitting in the back with my arms folded like, mm, right. bitch, you better walk across that stage now. You better walk. You better mad that man, girl. I'll be mad, though, but I'm coming. Yeah, I, and that's what I told myself. Like, you know, I really, really am upset with myself for missing um, you getting married. It was just one of those situations where I even said in my head, like, you know, maybe I should just show up. But I was like, you know, I don't know how that would make anyone feel. You know, we haven't talked for a while and things like that. Just so many situations where I feel like, you know, sometimes you have to set your pride aside. So as I'm maturing, as we're maturing, you know, that's something that I will definitely make sure, regardless of what the situation is, how I make you feel, how you make me feel, instead of running around the issue, just face it head on. Face it head on. You have to. And I definitely say, you know, going into another subject, you know, I am, I've not been the best friend. I have not been like, I don't know. I struggled sometimes with just being a trustworthy person. And it's not, and this is honestly, this is me projecting from where I feel joy is coming from. Um, Everyone can have their own opinions on the situation, Um, but I've always looked at things a little differently than her as far as certain situations that have happened in our lives. Mm -hmm. But the biggest thing is just understanding that sometimes, even though you may not agree with decisions that were made or, you know, the people that come in the lot, come in your life or come and go or things like that, you know, some things people will do because of how they're raised or because their thought process is different or sometimes people don't understand things the way that other people will so I will definitely say there's been a lot of situations in the past where I I'm surprised Joy is a friend still you know it's just the things that we've been through I can understand where she wouldn't you know, want to continue a friendship. And I hope that if there was a situation where I've made her or, you know, she's made me feel uncomfortable, you know, I've been able to look past those and say that, you know, we're worth working together and being friends for. So there's so many, so I think there was even a time in church. I remember, I'll never forget that day in church where me and you, 
um, we went to the altar, and I think I had just apologized to you about everything that we had been through. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. We were just sitting in there crying right in front mm-hmm. of the altar, and I just like, because, I mean, we've been through a lot. Now, I will not even sit here and say that most of them weren't my fault. <laughs> most of them I just... I won't go say it, but me, you know. Most of them have just me being nonchalant, just not really thinking about I'll be honest, not really thinking about other people sometimes. When I was Why younger... Why do you feel like that? That you were like that? Why do I feel like I was like, yeah, like a nonchalant. nonchalant person? Right. It's just always been how I've been. I would be honest. I, you, you know I don't have many friends <laughs> for this reason. Like, I just... I have a hard time juggling relationships and juggling talking to people and being around people and just, you know, I feel like... I've always been a person where my feelings, I don't want to call it selfish because I really don't feel like I'm selfish, but I can see how it can be portrayed that way. In certain areas. Now, you, I feel like you are a very giving person, mm-hmm. like a giving person. Like you'll do anything for anybody. It's like if I ask you to do something right now, you'll do it. Mm-hmm. But like of certain things, like of emotions you're selfish with your emotions right right so i i do see where my nonchalantness and my selfishness as far as my emotions have gotten in the way of relationships and friendships and i know that in a lot of my situations i don't really think so much about well it's not even that i don't think about so much of how the other people think or it's more of it's just, uh, I don't have time to really like uh, think about so think about that so much, or you know, maybe I'm so invested in my feelings for feelings towards the situation, I don't sit there and give someone else the chance to speak on their perspective. So I will definitely say there have been situations in the past where my fault, definitely, but I haven't been able to say how I feel so much about things because I didn't want to tackle the issue um so that's something I'm working on so like I said it's it's definitely growth there our friendship has been nothing but growth (laughs) and it's it can only get better from here is how I'm looking at it yeah I definitely um what I I about to say I definitely agree. Like, this last time, like, I was just like, listen, <laughs> we cannot keep doing this to ourselves. Like, it's not healthy. Like, I think right. we we had stopped talking. We had stopped talking about some nails. <laughs> some nails. Some nails. It was deeper than nails, It was definitely though. deeper than that. And I feel it like the little nails. things would knock us off because we never dealt with the big thing. So, it was like anything anybody did wrong and we talked about it. It was just like done can't do it there's another there's another thing so i feel like after this the last time and again i struggle with like you know i want to always like make sure like people are good because i lost a friend in an argument and she never woke up so like for me it's a it's a trigger not to immediately like handle a situation or like talk to somebody because you just never know what can happen especially right now like even right now then this was years ago that that happened to me where I lost a friend but you know what was I gonna say oh but what I lost my train of thought again (laughs) 
but like that's that's one of the reasons why I always want to like push to fix things mm-hmm. and like let's 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 fix it let's fix it let's fix it let's fix it because I never want anyone to pass away and then we were in the middle of an argument like right. you were there with Nicole like you know how hard and right. I struggled with that for years I still, still struggle with, yeah still yeah. struggle with it like it's a it's a con- I always remember her like I think about her every day and how I was I'm a fixer so like I was never able to fix that situation for her right. or fix us. Any besides the point, but so the the last time that we we got into it, we had a conversation. I was honestly shocked out of my drawers because I let hit me up and was <laughs> like, because um, usually it's me because again I'm the fixer. Um, well I think I'm the fixer, but she hit me up to go out and I was just like okay. Mm-hmm. but we're gonna we're gonna talk about it like i'm always open to have a conversation and talk about it even if the outcome was that you know we decided that we were just not going to be friends anymore if that was going to work but well, at least we cleared the air right. and there was no bad you know juju or whatever in between us but i I meant to myself i was like you know i feel like you know she's gonna have to show me mm-hmm. that we want that she want to be friends you know and things like that i was like i'm open and everything so i left it where it was i put it on the table we left on the good notes Everybody said how they felt. I learned some more information about her, you know, childhood and other friendships that she had been through, <clears throat> excuse me, um, that made her into the person that she is. And I was like, okay, I was grateful for that information. I was like, well, what are we going to do about it? I was like, because I can't keep pushing on my end. That's just how I felt. I can't keep pushing on my end and it's not, it's Being not coming from, right. It's mm-hmm. not coming from both sides. Like I needed to come from her side. It got to so sure enough, like she started like hitting me up, getting up hangouts, meetups, and our friendship gradually started like getting back to where it was. And I was, I never told you, but I was so grateful for that. Like I was just like, oh my gosh, like I, I just, I just in my brain, I was like, this is gonna go nowhere. I know this was gonna go. We've been here before, but you honestly shocked me mm-hmm. because I definitely didn't think that it was gonna be back to where we were. I didn't think we would be sitting here now. Like, having this conversation. Like I said, we live five minutes apart. So, it's not like, we can't run into each other. Right. But. And I'm, the funny thing is, that has happened on so many occasions. <laughs> and that ends up how we start talking. <laughs> but has, nothing is resolved. It's just, we just, all right, right. girl, in a minute. How you <laughs> right. doing? And then, what, the thing about me and Alea is, we can start a conversation about, oh, your brakes ain't out. Your brakes going out. Right. And we can start <laughs> that conversation and go for like two hours mm-hmm. talking about life and how we feel. And like, it's a whole, it's, I don't know. Our relationship is just, it is what it is, <laughs> but I'm grateful. Like I, I'm, no matter what, like I said, how people, other people think about our relationship. Cause I don't know. People have their own opinion on it and things like that. Because, mm-hmm. you know, of course, like we've been through this, um, a couple of times. Right. I feel like you're meant to be a part of my life. Right. And that's just how I feel about it. I feel that's just how I feel. I feel like you're meant to be a part of my life. And I'm I'm grateful for your growth. And I'm grateful for my growth. And I'm grateful for the growth of our friendship. Like, I feel like we're going to be friends until we're like, oh, we're walkers. Right. Still <laughs> talking about how we used to back at that thing right. up in the club. <laughs> and, oh, you know. Cards up. <laughs> things like that. We're going to be, ta- be telling our grandkids about, like. Yeah. All the stuff that we've been through or whatever. <laughs> I feel like it is only up for here. And it's like we have other milestones here. Because I'm still waiting on you to, you know, go ahead and get married. Yeah. Yeah. That's how 
happening soon, I hope. Yeah. <laughs> Raji, question mark, question mark. No pressure. <laughs> but yeah, it was still other milestones. It's still my baby and yeah. all that stuff. Like, you know, it's still other milestones for us to hit. And I just, I'm committed to not missing milestones. Even if you mad, I'm coming. Yeah, same here. We gotta be. Because, like I said, it, it bothers me so much to like, I remember the whole situation with, you even being married I started off being you know your bride what bridesmaid and I think there were just so many other obstacles going on with our friendship we won't speak too much into the reasons but it just put a lot of pressure to make me feel like okay you know I can't do this or you know I I just remember even saying like maybe I shouldn't be a bridesmaid and then that made so much of the situation even worse because it made you feel like, you know, well, dang, do I even want to be a part of your life? You know, I, I'm sure that made because what bridesmaid is going to sit there and tell, you know, the uh, bride to be that they don't want to be bridesmaid. I can't remember exactly what I was going through, but it was just so much. And then I just remember, you know, obstacles with who you married and things like that and just relationships that came on the side and things like that. It just made the situation stressful and difficult and it got to the point where I just felt like you know let's just go ahead and not be friends right now (laughs) and it hurt me because that's not the time that you need so that that is right there the time that you need to go through the issue because don't nobody want that stress while they're also getting married so I I definitely feel like I was the worst at that time just like the the worst time to ever say that you don't want to be a part of someone's life. You know what I'm saying? And as many times as we've gone through it, I wish if we had to go through it at any other time in life, it wouldn't have been then. Because, you know, you you sat there and you got married to someone. That's a big milestone, a huge milestone to me. And same with, you know, me having Jameson. That's a huge milestone. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like, you cannot say that a person is your best friend if you can't be there for those moments, you know? I'm grateful for the fact that we've gone through these issues and we're able to talk about them now, but it really does hurt that we have gotten to those points and it's these milestones here that you're like, well, wait, you know, you don't have any memories from that because you weren't there, you know, same with me. And it's just like, it hurts to say that this person is such a big part of your life, yet they've missed these parts, you know, same on both of our ends. But I am grateful to say that we are working forward or moving forward to say that we will never have any issues like this again. No one can predict the future, but all we can do is work on ourselves to make sure these words stay true. Right, and I feel like everything happens for a reason. Now, I'm not sure what the reason for us not being there for each other's milestones, but it brought us to the point we are here. Right. And that's all, I mean, that's all we can we can do. We we can't rewind the tape. I can't go back and get married, even though I'm doing, planning on having a nice little reception in two years, <laughs> so you'll be there for that. Um, but we can't rewind the tape and go back and do any of those things, even though I wish we could. Like, right. we literally just can't. Like, the only thing that we can do is move forward. And although that'll always be a point in our lives where it probably stings or it probably hurts mm-hmm. or it doesn't, 
you know, necessarily feel that good, it should give us motivation not to do that in it anymore. Right. Like not to do that. Like somebody has to be the bigger person. Somebody has to come out and say, all right, we can't do this. We cannot let this happen again. And I feel like just being able to be like, like we did today, like being able to be open and honest and like, okay, well this, you know, made me feel this type of way. Or, and we need to stop texting each other information too. We need to talk, talk to each other about it. Cause them text messages begin us in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's another thing too. Like, but you know, I, like I said, I'm, I'm just, I'm grateful for where we are now. Like, that's all, that's all we can do. Like, cause I feel like honestly back then, even though we missed milestones in each other's lives and you know, that was hurtful. I feel like we weren't the best we could be for each other at that point. Like we weren't right. where we are now, which is like in a healthy space, like being able to be open and honest and like have everything out on the table. Back then I always felt like even though we were in the moment and we were having fun and having a good time, it was always still like a twinge, like, mm. Mm-hmm. she did that and that hurt me right and i'm still feeling it mm-hmm. or whatever and now i feel like everything i feel like for the first time in the whole not the whole time we've been friends but in a long in a in our friendship that everything is all on the table right you know how i felt about every situation from past to present and i know how you feel about situations from past to present and we know how to not make those mistakes again right and that's the only thing that we can really we can really go off of, in my opinion. Right. Like, that's that's all we got. Right. And I'm, I'm honestly, I'm happy where we were. And I'm glad that we can have these conversations. Because you think about, like, four or five years ago, we wouldn't be able to have this conversation. Right. Not without somebody leaving. Mm-hmm. Not talking for six months to a year. Right. You know, not without just, you know, that type of animosity. Now we're able to have these conversations. And that's, to me the most important part right right it all it all comes with growth I think I will definitely say as you're getting older and more mature you start to realize what things really matter in your life and the people that you want in your life and the things that really made you who you are and at some point I did look upon everything that I've been through and I saw one consistent person who was always no matter what no matter how they approached the conversation (laughs) they were always there for you and I will definitely say Joy that's always been like you have just been a friend (laughs) that has regardless of whatever I'm going through I don't agree with that shit but I got your back for it (laughs) So I've really appreciated having a friend like that. And there have been so many situations where I felt like this is what you need right now during your struggles, during your um, issues. And the reason why I've reached out and said something to you about it is because I knew that like, you know, there's certain people in your life that you just, you don't want to live without because they have been there for you. Yeah, seriously, seriously. I feel like there's so many situations where I can definitely say, well, damn, Joy told me that. I should just listen. Or damn, you know, Joy was just looking out for me. She may not have said it in the nicest way. (laughs) But, you know, I I ain't even gonna be mad because she definitely told me that shit was gonna happen. Definitely did. So, I feel... 
when you are able to look and just kind of look beyond yourself and say these are the things of the people that you need or you want in your life and you're able to come to a maturity level and say like I'm gonna put myself and my pride aside and just let somebody know that I truly love them for who they are then that's when you can have these long-standing relationships with people I definitely feel like we are we're on the right track mm-hmm and our friendship, like you said, is only up from here. And honestly, I feel like once you start speaking these things to the atmosphere, things start coming to try to attack them. Mm-hmm. So we got to be ready for those fallouts and recognizing what they are. Like, okay, is this projection? Is this something that's just coming out of the atmosphere just because we're trying to be on the right track and trying to be there for each other and trying to make this work? So we just got to understand where that stuff is coming from. And be able to meet each other where we are. Like, you were able to meet me where I was today because I told you the truth. Like, you know, I'm projecting. I <laughs> should not have done that. You know, I I made a mistake or whatever. But you were able to be like, okay, I, I can receive that. And now I understand where you're coming from. And I feel like that's the biggest thing about it. And like you said, we're sisters. Like, you know, blood couldn't make us sisters. Like, you know, any any more sisters than we are. Like, I feel like we've always been a part of each other's lives. You call my mom, mom. I... I think I call your mom mom. Do I call your mom? You have. Yeah. I definitely <laughs> love your mom. It's not that she wouldn't. It's just my mom lives in Florida, so she's not here often. <laughs> yeah. I love your mom, though. I think she, y'all are just, okay, we ain't gonna go same there. Same person. The same Literally. person. Um, so, yeah, I mean, thank you for being on the show. Yeah, thank you for being open and honest about what's going on and sharing our truth about this story. Guys, if you can definitely relate to this story, if you've ever been in a situation like this, please send a comment and let us know. Again, don't forget to follow us on um, Facebook and Instagram at facts, not fiction underscore podcast. Thank you again for joining me in the closet for the closet chronicles. We love you guys. Can't wait to see you next time. All right, guys. Bye.